I'm Kev Jackson. Welcome to ChatPod, the Chat About Podcast. We've got Brian Bissonette in from Paul Bunyan Communications. Their big event is coming up. That's what we're here to talk about. Brian, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me again. So we have, I don't know, is it Techspo or Tech Expo? Um, we're going with Tech Expo. Uh, tech Expo. Tech it, Expo. I, you know, I said Techspo for a long time last year. Either or works. <laughs> so I, I've changed it up a little bit. But Tech Expo, I guess, is um, how we're saying it. And um, it uh, either way describes kind of what it is anyway. So this this started out as something new you added pre-COVID for right. a few years. Just more of a gaming type thing uh, with a big tournament involved. And now, uh, starting last year, uh, you had this big splash with, uh, it goes beyond the gaming. Beyond the gaming now. But yeah, it did start. The The very beginning was 2016. That's where we held our first Gigazone Gaming Championship, and it was ex- exclusive to gaming. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole event was about. We had several tournaments. I think League of Legends was the main stage tournament, but we have a lot of other side tournaments that aren't on the main stage, but they get their own tournament area, which is pretty cool. Um, and we got about 1,000 people that year, and each year it grew by about 1,000. So by 2019, and we were just in the conference area of the Sanford Center. Um, We had about 4,000 people in 2019, which was Hmm. jam-packed. We really couldn't do anything more, and we couldn't get any more people in there. So at that point, even, we thought... We're going to have to take the next step and make this, um, you know, truly an e-sports um, stadium-style event and move it into the arena and take over the entire complex. And so that initial line of thinking happened in 2019. Then, of course, COVID hit, and we um, we were, um, I guess, not able to have anything in person for a couple of years. But, of course, gaming is online, so our team did a phenomenal job in pivoting, and we did some social or um, virtual events. Um, and so we had Gigazone Gaming, I want to say five and six, um, were four and five were virtual. And then we brought it back in person. And when we were going to bring it back in person last year, that was our chance to expand the event because we had no more room. But we also figured, you know, what else can we add to to um, to make this really a, a one-of-a-kind regional event. I mean, it is the Super Bowl of gaming um, for any rural area. It's certainly the largest rural gaming tournament that I'm aware of in the country. It's got to be. Um, and... But what else can we do? Because we knew that while gaming is popular, we couldn't populate the entire facility with all <laughs> gaming. Um, that would be a big challenge. And so um, we came up with the GigaZone Tech Expo, which has turned out to be phenomenal. And that is uh, where regional businesses or schools, post-secondary institutions, high schools can come and display what they're offering technology-wise within their realm. Whether that's a business like Bemidji Steel, who people may not realize, but they have one of the most advanced steel production facilities in the world right here south of Bemidji. But you wouldn't know it because you don't walk in there, right? Right. Um, Unless you take a tour or something. So this gives them the opportunity to kind of showcase what they're doing. Um, And there's a lot of examples of that where technology is being utilized, whether it's within a school or business, that's really on the cutting edge. And so this gives uh, those, uh, those exhibitors the opportunity to not only showcase what they offer, but also attract potential new customers or employees. Um, with the labor shortage that uh, a lot of people are uh, are encountered um, here, um, it's really connected people um, in a in a very meaningful way. It's very hands on. And if you if you were there last year, I mean, we had over thirty exhibitors that were um, of a wide variety from automotive, uh, the latest in technology, from smart vehicles to um, you know various schools and the tech programs that they offer and how they uh, utilize technology in in that 
that field. So it's been really fascinating and it really did make a lot of connections between those who are maybe coming to game or attend um, to those who are uh, looking for talented um, people to either become an employee of theirs or a student of theirs and they stay right here in northern Minnesota. At the end of the day, people might not realize, but there's a lot of technology here being utilized right where we live and work. So you could have a career in that um, and it is a lot of times hidden. So this brings some of that out. So we're super excited. Last year was awesome. Great first year event. We were honored to have Steve Wozniak, the co-founder of Apple, as our special guest. So um, now that uh, we've done it once, this is the first time we took it all over. Um, You know, we're just going to tweak a few things, but uh, really went really, really well. Last year, we had over 4,000 come out. Um, It's all free. It's free to admission. You can walk right in. It's free gaming. You can uh, enter a tournament. There's no cost. And, of course, there's lots of cash and prizes that are associated with those tournaments. And uh, it's no cost to be an exhibitor. It's uh, one of the many ways and very unique ways that we give back to the region. Um, Again, this event, I'm not aware of anything like it anywhere in the country. Um, And it's been super fun to put together. Together, and we hope, uh, you know, again, that it just continues to grow. It, it's truly amazing to me that you can put on this multifaceted event with all of these things, and there's just, and nothing costs anybody anything. Now, with the caveat being, you're not giving away free food. Well, you want to eat, uh, you got to go to yeah, the There's no walleye. The there's no free walleye like our cooperative <laughs> celebration. But yeah, you know, um, again, our cooperative certainly takes the approach of supporting the communities we serve. And we do that in a lot of different ways. This is probably our most high profile way um, because it, it's a big event for the region. But it really does just add to the reasons why people want to live and work here year round. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can go around the list of things that go on here, add this to the list, and it really does separate us from uh, any region um, in the realm of having a gaming event um, or a tech expo. So um, combining those two has just been, uh, you know, phenomenal. And we hope to make uh, continue to make those connections between those who might be looking for, for what they're going to do for a career with those who have those career opportunities right here. You know, you talk about Bemidji Steel and I think about Wells Technology hidden out in the woods. Mm-hmm. And, and I think about uh, Gary, your boss, and the vision he had when I first met him years ago and yep. how it's come to fruition. Um, there really is a lot of forward thinking in this town. And when you think about that, you, your roots as a telephone cooperative for the rural of the rural. Right. All those years ago. To have a board with that uh, that big of a vision is pretty incredible. It has been, um, and they've been extremely supportive, but uh, it goes back. I mean, when I started in 1998, they had just deregulated the industry. So prior to that, it was a monopoly. You served where you served, and the only way you got bigger is by buying up another company. Um, and uh, once uh, the, um, the federal government deregulated that, we were able to expand. And, of course, we expanded to Bemidji. People forget that we did not serve Bemidji no. prior to 1999. <laughs> um, we served all the rural areas, and that was really where the cooperative was formed and it was to basically get people party line phone service back in the 50s because they were being ignored um, now of course the big task is to get broadband out to people well our region doesn't have to worry about that because of the forward thinking of our board of directors and, and team um, where we started to install an all fiber optic network in 2004 long before anybody else was doing something like that um, and what that did of course is improve the quality of services we can provide and of course provide access to the latest in technology that fiber optic technology was developed for this but if you think about the phone lines that we used prior to that over copper cable alexander graham bell invented that 
He did not invent that for the internet or to stream video or to deliver cable television over. So there's a lot of challenges with that. And so, yeah, we were one of the first to expand and build into a new community once it was deregulated nationally. Um, we were one of the first to offer television service over a, uh, cable television over a telephone network. And we certainly are one of the first to build an all fiber optic network the size that it is now, which is over 6,000 square miles. And it's all fiber to the home. And uh, most companies are just getting started trying to replace theirs and install theirs. Um, the GigaZone is 10 years old this year, if you wow. can believe that. So, yeah, we've been able to, I think, have that forward thinking. It's a risk, of course, anytime you make such an investment, especially in new technology. But, I mean, it seemed like a pretty uh, obvious decision to me even at the time. And I'm not a technical guy. It just improved our operations um, from a lot of different standpoints um, and, of course, uh, is pretty much future-proof, at least for a long time, for what technology may still be to come. And, boy, technology's changed a lot even <laughs> since we offered, started offering the GigaZone 10 years ago. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, our board and uh, our management team have always been forward-thinking, and that is why I think we've seen the success that we have in our members have access to all the latest and greatest. All right. Well, one of the things is the exhibitors. We did talk about that a bit, but if you want to be an exhibitor, you do have to let Paul Bunyan Communications know and do the registration process. Correct. By next Friday. By next Friday. So it's free to be an exhibitor. So if your school or business would like to be at the Tech Expo as an exhibitor, you do need to apply. Space is limited. So just because you apply doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be able to be at the event. Um, we're, um, we're finding more and more people are interested <laughs> because of, uh, you know, obviously the event's been established now. Um, so you do have to apply by March 1st. And then we'll let you know either way um, within a couple of weeks whether you're going to be able to be an exhibitor exhibitor or not, or the size of your space, that sort of a thing. Um, but uh, you have to apply. Um, so do that at gigazonetechexpo.com. The application is online. You just fill that out, and then uh, and then you're you're in to be considered. Again, last year we were able to get uh, just over thirty exhibitors into the space. The gaming needs to expand mm -hmm. because uh, we need more space for gaming. Uh, we also have. Um, we're adding a quiet room so that people, you know, there's a lot of bells and whistles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so this is a place where people can go and maybe take a little bit of a break from from that and relax at the event. Um, so that's going to take up some space. So space is pretty limited, but hey, that shouldn't stop you from applying. Um, we're going to try to get as many exhibitors as we can get in there, in there. So uh, just do that by March 1st. And again, it's absolutely free. Now, we know it's not free to the exhibitor. I mean, they have some labor costs, probably some sure. equipment costs. It's on a Saturday. So um, so we wanted to make sure that uh, we make it as easy as possible for them to come and be a part of this very um, unique, one-of-a-kind event. So March 1st is the deadline. If you want to be an exhibitor, um, it's your school or business um, can apply. Again, it's free. Um, and uh, we, we, we're certainly encouraged by uh, the folks that we've already had applying this year. A lot of them who were there last year have applied to come back and they want more space. So that's a good sign, I think, mm -hmm. if they've been there. Um, and uh, we certainly think it's a very rewarding experience for the exhibitors as well as those who come to the event. With Brian Bissonette from Paul Bunyan Communications telling us about the Tech Expo, which is, I believe, Saturday, April 20th. Yes, at Sanford Center. Uh, let's go right to the special guest. You had Steve Wozniak last year. That was a big deal. Uh, this person, uh, for when you think about um, media that has impacted the world, um, it doesn't get much better than Pixar. You got that right. And, uh, boy, how lucky are we? I mean, Steve Wozniak, the co-founder of Apple, 
um, you know, he supports what we're doing, really. Yeah. I mean, he can go anywhere and speak anywhere. So for him to, to come and spend the time with us was uh, was overwhelming. I mean, he was obviously, if you attended, you know, he, it was just fascinating to listen to him tell his stories um, and about how gaming really, if it wasn't for gaming, there might not have been an Apple computer because remember Pong came out and he was just curious as to how does this all work? And that's kind of what sparked his curiosity um, mm. to get into how things work and create the Apple computer. Um, pretty phenomenal uh, and very humbling um, to meet him and, and to have him. So what do you do after you have one of the uh, most influential technology um, people in the world today? Um, well, we, uh, we I think, um, again, have gotten really lucky because we thought the same thing. I mean, when you think technology and um, in the movie realm, I mean, Pixar, I mean, I don't go to movies much, but I know the name Pixar. I think everybody knows the name yep. Pixar. They've uh, they transformed movies, really, yes, with, the, with uh, technology that utilize. And so our special guest this year is Danielle Feinberg. She's the visual effects supervisor at Pixar Animation Studios. You may find some of the names of the films she's worked on familiar, A Bug's Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Wally, Brave, Coco. Those are just some of the Pixar films <laughs> that she's worked on. Pretty sure I've seen all of them. I, I, yeah, well, you've got grandkids, right? I know I've seen some of these as my kids uh, grew up. But, uh, I mean, how phenomenal um, of a guest it is again here for us in year two. And she's got a phenomenal presentation, as you might imagine. So last year, Waz was on stage, and we did a Q&A with our CEO, which was awesome because he was able to just storytell. Um, and he has a lot of stories to tell. Um, this year, um, Danielle has a presentation that I think is just going to wow people. I mean, you know, if you've come to the event, if you haven't, our main stage is just walled with monitors for the gaming part of the event. But she's got an incredible video presentation that oh. I think is going to wow people. And then uh, we'll do a little Q&A um, with some of our crew and her after that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she's going to hang out. Um, and walk around and visit with exhibitors and check out the event, much like Waz did. People don't realize, but Waz walked the event last year and talked to the exhibitors and really took it all in. Um, and uh, he was blown away. I'm blown away, and I helped plan the thing. If you walk <laughs> into this thing, I, I I think you'll be amazed at what we've put together for this region. I mean, I, um, even Waz had commented, it feels like I'm at the L.A. Forum when I walked in here with how it's all presented and put together. So um, we're really excited. Uh, Danielle's all also a big advocate for girls in STEM. And so um, part of her presentation might hit on that, but we're also hoping that she'll come a day early and we'll be able to do an educational outreach event for STEM students regionally. Now, we're still waiting to hear if she can make it. She's obviously very busy with her job, plus she has two small kids. Ah. So we're not sure if she's going to be able to come in a day early to do that. Um, Bemidji State University um, and our team has already been pre-planning a little bit if she is able to do that. Um, that would be for STEM students and uh, would be more of a private invite type of an event. But but um, uh, knowing her, if she can do it, she'll do it because she's really uh, big on uh, on girls in STEM and, um, you know, obviously an inspiration to those in that realm. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah, that's – I imagine the presentation will be having a serious wow factor being she is – Involved with Pixar. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I've seen little bits of it, but um, yeah, you're going to be blown away. Um, and again, it's all free. She's going to be on the main stage. This whole event, the GigaZone Gaming Championship and Tech Expo, is Saturday, April 20th at the Sanford Center. The doors will open at 10. And if you want to be in a gaming tournament, you need to be there early and get in line because it's first come, first serve until fall. But the um, our special guest this year will be on stage. Danielle will be on stage at 2. 
Okay. So you don't necessarily have to get there right away. Um, and there's plenty of seats, so you don't have to worry about that either. Um, and so we'll take a little pause. That's about halftime of our gaming tournaments. Um, and uh, Danielle will do a presentation, and the gaming stuff will pick back up. And um, and she'll then kind of roam the event talking with exhibitors. And, um, yeah, it, uh, it, it it's just going to be phenomenal. I'm looking forward to it. Our team, I can't speak more highly of our staff. This is all our staff that do this. Now, we have some help. Thankfully, we have NLFX here in town, a national audio and video company that does a lot of huge events around the country. Yes. Um, this is like a local showcase for them. Ben and his team, spectacular. Um, Accidentally Cool Games helps us out. A Northern Amusement, if you come to this event, you know. We line the walls with arcade games. We had a row of about 20, 25 pinball machines. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and Pac-Man, Donkey Kong to Big Buck Hunter, so, and this year we're getting some of the latest um, like dancing-type games. Um, anything you'd see in an arcade, we have, and line the walls, and there's no quarters required. You just go up and play, another pretty cool part of the event. So Northern Amusement is a big uh, help um, in that regard. So we've got a lot of help, support-wise, from uh, from local members of the cooperative that do what they do. Um, uh, they're all on hands on deck, and our staff is, 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 you know, I can't speak more highly of them. It's all them that drive this event. All right, let's talk about the gaming tournaments, because that is a big part of it, certainly. Um, you have, you want the gamers to get online and create a profile prior to the event. This is not free registration but this is going to make standing in line go a lot quicker. Correct, and uh, that's a good way to phrase it. Uh, it's called the GigaZone Gaming Profile, and it's new this year. So anybody that wants to get in a gaming tournament goes to needs to go to gigazonegaming.com. That's where all the information is about the gaming piece of this event. And there's the place that you can go and create this GigaZone Gaming Profile. And what that does is that uh, once you get in line, again, it's first come, first serve until fall. But let's say you want to be in Rocket League, which is our main stage tournament this year. You create your GigaZone Gaming Profile along with your teammates they all have to do it and then uh, when you get to the event rather than go through a long registration line you'll be able to go directly to the rocket league area show them your gigazone gaming profile and you'll be registered for the tournament in the past we've had people line up and then they fill out their name address all the information we need for the tournament at the front and obviously that takes some time for every individual to do that and this We'll take that away. Um, and so it will enable the, the registrations to go faster once we open the doors, and it will allow for us to get the tournament started faster as well. So it's going to make it easy. It's free, of course, You can, but we encourage anybody who knows they're coming and wants to get in a tournament to create that GigaZone Gaming profile now. We'll be out front while people are in line, reminding them they need to do that as well the day of the event, but it's just easier to do that now, get it created. And again, that's at gigazonegaming.com. So Rocket League is the main stage tournament for the first time this year. That's teams of three. And in my great video game knowledge, that is soccer with cars. Oh, okay. if you've seen the game before. <laughs> It's a little, I haven't, a little I. more of that. It's kind of amped up soccer with cars. Um, okay. But Rocket League, it's teams of three um, that will participate in that tournament, and that's the main stage tournament. The other tournaments that we've got already lined up for this year are Madden NFL 24. That's traditionally always been a part of the event. We always have one Madden tournament. Overwatch 2, which is, again, teams of three. Um, Magic the Gathering, that is a card game. So it's not all video games that we've got, and that has been full every year. We keep getting more and more tables and more and more space because Magic the Gathering is very popular. Hmm. Um, and so we'll have even a bigger area for Magic the Gathering. A new game this year is Valorant. I can't say I know anything about Valorant. 
So um, you can Google it. But <laughs> Valorant is one of the new tournaments this year, and I believe that is um, that's individual, um, one-on-one, one-v-one type uh, of a game. Um, we'll also have Fortnite. I just actually learned how to play Fortnite. My 13-year-old taught me how to play Fortnite. <laughs> and it's fun. I'm like, no wonder kids like this so much. One, it's pretty quick. If you're out, you're out. And then you can just start another game. But you can also team up with people if you want and be on the same team. It's kind of neat. Um, I, I wasn't very good at it. But um, Fortnite will be a contest or a tournament that everybody can enter. That is basically just the number of, I, I think, kills that you get. Um, rather than if you play Fortnite, you know kind of how it works. But um, the way you do that tournament style is just everybody plays the same time frame and course. And the person who gets the most kills is top finisher i guess okay and so we can get hundreds of people into the Fortnite tournament where these others have pretty finite numbers like i think rocket league the it's limited to 32 teams so first come first serve that's of course three people per team but um, these other tournaments have a limit as to how many people are able to participate obviously we got to get the tournament over during the day <laughs> so um, it has a lot to do with that so then we have you know arcade games and we'll have um, contests for people who go up and play like donkey kong from 10 to 1 high score between 10 and 1 will win and there's lots of cash and prizes we have a lot of um, sponsorship support um, from our, the cable networks that we provide through our television service, they give us a lot of different prizes and financial support. Um, so it's just a, it's just just a one of a kind event. But the gaming piece is what started it at all, mm-hmm. and really is the Super Bowl of gaming for anybody in our region. There's nothing this big gaming wise, and it allows you to compete against you know others. And a lot of people have made those connections um, and are friends today with people that they met back in 2016, 2017, just by coming to this event and playing. A common game, like maybe they played League of Legends or uh, Mario Kart, which we're working on Nintendo. They have some new licensing restrictions, so we're not sure if we're going to be able to have um, um, uh, Mario Kart back. That's always very popular. Oh, anybody, yeah. anybody can do that. You and I can play that game, Kev. I have. Maybe not well, but we can play it. <laughs> um, and so we're not sure if we're going to be able to have Mario Kart um, back or Super Smash Brothers back um, because of those li- new licensing regulations. But we're working on it. We're, mm-hmm. we're hoping um, because those are two um, games that have also been uh, part of the event for quite a few years and are very popular. And again, if you get that profile set up, that means when you're in line, it goes quicker. But you still have to be among the top 32, for example, depending on the tournament uh, in line correct to get in so if yeah. you're you've got even if you have a profile and you're number 34 you can't be in the tournament correct so yeah, uh, yeah but you got to create the profile to be able to even register for a tournament yep. and it's free and you can do that well in advance we'll be reminding people up to the day of and including the day of out front because that's what's going to expedite you getting in quicker and the tournament starting faster so it yeah. uh, it really is i think a good change that our team is is um, instituting to try to just speed things up a little bit okay and, and it's it's going to be packed there's no question I hope. I, you know, fingers crossed. Yeah, no. I, I think mean, based on last year, yeah, we're in good shape. Well, you hope so. But again, there's plenty of room for people. I think uh, you don't have to come right at ten. I always tell mm-hmm. people if you're if you're in the gaming, you got to show up early, and so you need to be there by eight, nine o'clock for sure, probably to get in the tournament that you want to enter. So you got to get there early. But if you're not coming for a gaming tournament. You know, come a little bit later, then you avoid that first mad rush for the gaming tournament stuff, and then it's pretty free flowing. Yeah. Um, it really never felt packed in there it's a big area remember we have the entire sanford center and the conference room area so uh, there's just a lot of room um and so um you know i'm not a a person that likes to attend big events with lots of people all the time Um, but it really does free flow pretty good and i never got that sense that oh my gosh there's nowhere to move um we have things spread out a lot 
and it really allows you that interaction with the exhibitors. It's super cool. You'll walk around and you can go and get some hands-on stuff, learn more about what you're seeing. Um, it just really flows well. So don't be afraid because we say over 4,000 people, that's throughout the day. Sure. Remember, it starts at 10. The Tech Expo will wrap up around 5. The gaming tournament stuff wraps up around 7 or 8. So that's spread out over that entire time. And you can come and go. It's a free event, so unlike you know any ticketed event, well, once you leave, you can't get back in. Uh, you can come back in. Um, so if you uh, need to leave, do something else, or you're you know you just didn't have a, as much time as you wanted because you had to do something, you can always just come back. But uh, yeah, it, it, it should be packed. Um, as far as uh, you know, we'll get over four thousand people hopefully again this year. We want as many people to come and check this out as possible because again, one, it's a great opportunity for anybody who games, but it's also a great opportunity to see what a career might be available for you here in technology right here if you like living and working here you can get a job in technology and i think this event helps to connect some of those dots all right it's a great great event it's coming up saturday april 20th tech expo uh by paul bunyan communications at the sanford center what's the what's the web address gigazonegaming.com for For the the gaming gaming stuff and gigazonetechexpo.com for the exhibitor application and tech expo information and the deadline is march 1st so if you want to be an exhibitor you have to apply online at gigazonetechexpo.com by next friday anything we miss brian i think we covered it all kev okay sounds great he's brian bissonette from paul bunyan communications it's a great event coming to bemidji brian thanks for being here and sharing today Hey, thanks for having me I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us today on ChatPod, the Chatabout podcast.